Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento, Sacramento, Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 45. My name's Turner Sparks. My name's Michael Kaplan. We're still here. You can find me at Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at K-A-P, Cap, in, in America. America, if our world is still around. We're recording this a few days early, so we might be run by North Korea by, by the time it airs. If but... we've been nuked by North Korea, sayonara. It was a fun one. Let's record a second one in a version. Yeah, two different versions, two different leaders. It was a good life. It was, <laughs> it was a good, good run. Life. 45 episodes. Yeah. We made it. Before let's, we got nuked, let's tip our caps. <laughs> Most people get nuked way earlier than forty-five yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, They said it, they said we would get nuked by episode twenty-five. The critics <laughs> on the podcast today. We have oh two of my old friends Ryan Heineck and Andrew Newman coming in. These guys are comedians from the Asian comedy scene. They started much like I did. They started comedy out in Asia. Ryan started in Hong Kong a very long time ago. All right. Andrew Newman started in Korea and now has made his way to Hong Kong. They're back. They're visiting. They did well. It's tonight, but it's last week. They did our uh, Kung Fu comedy show at the Lantern. And uh, they're going to come in and tell us some stories about living out in Asia, doing comedy out there. All right. Is, we haven't talked much about living out in Asia before. so It's a new <laughs> angle. It's a fresh, for the, fresh topic on the podcast. Fresh topic for the pod. Speaking of Asia, can I tell you something? Yeah. You did a really smart thing here. You, you Married an Asian? You married an Asian. That was one smart thing he did. He did another smart thing. Months ago, weeks ago, I don't even know how long ago. Time flies in this podcast. Yes. I was challenged. I was saying that you couldn't beat my son, Teddy, in a trivia contest about Asia, about Russia. Sure. And you, we were talking about doing a trivia, and you kind of ducked him. You were like Floyd I Mayweather. Somehow <laughs> we never had this fight. We never had it. I brushed him off. You brushed him off. Let me tell you something. It worked because he's... Losing his, uh, he's he's lost some of his knowledge. See, this summer he's out of school. He, I'm asking him state capitals to remember them. You know what the real reason though is? What video games? I'm pr- he's super into Sonic the Hedgehog. He plays video. He's games? He's playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Obsessed with it on the iPad. 
And it's like the same way, like I always said, puberty killed my math brain. Yeah. Uh, video games, I think, is the first killer. Like he's, <laughs> he already peaked. He peaked at four. He does not know the state, the cap. I'm asking him, like, he what? peaked at four. I'm pouring into like Australia. I'm like, what country is that? And he's like, I don't know. Like he just he's lost it all. So video games have done it. Now what? you could beat him. Wait, yeah. what's blowing my mind? I know I've been gone a long time, but they still have Sonic the Hedgehog? I thought that, that was like from the 80s. That's the best part is that we took, the best part isn't we took him to the doctor. He had this little procedure, but we're in the waiting room. <laughs> we're in the waiting room and they had this weird video game system where it was like uh, a multi-dimensional like lots of different options all sorts of games like it wasn't made by any brand I don't know what it was and then he clicking through the thing and one of the things was Sonic so I'm like oh I love this game I clicked on it I, he starts watching me play it he wants to play sure I didn't realize how easy that game is Oh, really? Like, as a five-year-old can play Sonic. It's real easy. It's just jumping into rings and running fast, and you bounce around. And Well, yeah, he'll, well, he forgets everything else in yeah. the world. He's learning Sonic. And he remembered that, like, I have an old video game thing at home, like a PlayStation greatest Sega games ever. Sure. Like, I forgot I even had it. He's like, we have that at home. I'm like, no, we don't. He's like, yes, we do. Anyway, point is, we started playing on that. Then I found it on the iPad. They have, like... So now I can beat him. He sits around. Yeah, he just sits it's around like, playing iPad Sonic, and then uh, every once in a while I have to help him get you know out what? of the situation. I, I apologize. You're right. I am like Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> I'm Floyd Mayweather waiting for Manny Pacquiao to get old. Yep, yep, yep. He so got, it's like him. I'm waiting for uh, yeah. te for uh, Teddy Kaplan to forget everything. He's still smarter than probably most five-year-olds with geography, but he's lost a little bit of his speed. He's not smarter than a 35-year-old. I, I I, yeah, I don't know if the, I, you could t you probably could take him now, I think. But we're going to start training again. I'm going to get back in the gym. All right, well, I got big news. Yeah. August 25th, I'm going home, baby. Coming home. Phil music. Philadelphia, PA. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm going to be playing the Philly Comedy Club. Get your tickets now. Go to Philly Comedy. I don't know if it's phillycomedyclub.com, whatever it is. I'll also have links on my website. I'll tweet them out, everything. Go to turnersparks.com, find that. But I'm going to be there. We, we got to pack that place. It's my uh, first time performing in Philly. Well, it's my second time, but first since the pod started. So, yeah. First in front of the home crowd. Trust the process. We'll, we'll, we'll send out a flyer to all the process trusters out there. Let's get it let's, back, let's right? Bring Spike them in. Eskin, whoever he is. Let's <laughs> get them all. You were at the lottery party. I was there. I love Philly. You love Philly. I'm coming home. And this is the for the warm-up. You're going to come back for the Sixers-Kings games. Exactly. Be doing, you know, this is like off-season to work out your Philly material. Philly Comedy Club's a brand-new club. I'm coming down. I'm going to be there. So, you guys, we got we, we got a lot of listeners All of our listeners there. in Allentown. Let's get them out. short drive. Get on the uh, Schuylkill yeah. Expressway and head down to Philly. Boom. Carpool Lane. Bring your friends. <laughs> also, oh, Amazon.com. Yeah. yeah we've had, you guys are supporting us. It's fantastic. Thank you all very much. Uh, money keeps coming through. We keep getting 5 to 8%. We get a little yeah. percentage. You, what you have to do, if you want to support the podcast, but you don't want to spend money on us directly, go to lostinamericapod.com. Go to the upper right-hand corner. There's an Amazon banner. Click the banner and then do all your Amazon shopping. You're going to do it anyway. Yeah. So before you do it, go to Amazon, go to lostamericapod.com, bookmark it so it's right there. And that's an easy way to support the pod without us having to give us money. We're not yeah. begging on the streets. If you don't want to do that, just mail us each check for $10. That would work too, to, yeah. You know, Mail it to me. <laughs> Venmo. Venmo Ven me money. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Ants. All right, should we get to Lost in America? Let's get to it. The music. 
music. It's, I, I get. I listen to the episodes now more than I used to because of that song. I re-listen to episodes and I fast forward just to hear that song. Lost in, in America. America. Lost yeah. in and America. And I was thinking the other, yesterday. I was listening. You know, I was thinking like if we do a movie when we really blow up and we do like a movie about the pod. Yeah, like the history of. That's gonna be the song that comes on the beginning, the opening credits, and the fans are gonna be cheering. You're right. They're yeah. gonna go nuts. Yeah. What I, no, or when we do live episodes. Oh yeah. Before we come out. That'll be the intro when you know the band's coming out. Like that's yeah. when you're like. Yeah, uh, De'Aaron Root, shout out. All right. So speaking of bands, I okay, lost normally I'm talking about stuff that I'm lost on in America right. because of my life in China for 12 years. This week, this is something that I think I've benefited from from my time in China mm, in 12 found years. Found in America. Found in America. <laughs> Went to see the fantastic Rancid oh. on Sunday night at beautiful Coney Island. They had Dropkick Murphys playing with them. They had the Bouncing Souls. I go out there. It's me. It's former podcast Ari Shafir, my friend Chico. The three Chico. of us. Three Musketeers. The three Musketeers. Chico and I met living out in China. He's now in D.C. He comes up for the show. We get out there. Our seats are in the very back, the very nosebleeds, right? Yeah. And so we go, well, we're not going to sit there. So we walk all the way Does up. they know we- who you are? No, they don't know who. Oh. They don't recognize me. Yeah, Ari? Nah, they don't know Ari. There are people <laughs> the throughout rants? the night coming up to Ari yeah. every few minutes saying, hey, Ari, take a picture. Oh. Ari, Ari, Ari. Oh. But no, 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 the security guards don't know security who Security guards are not comedy fans. So we go to our, we don't even go to our seats. We come into the space. It's about 5,000 like amphitheater seats kind of. And uh, so immediately we're like, all right, well, screw this. We're not sitting in the back. So we walk down. We go through probably like three different levels of security. Just kind of blast through them. They get us up to the front. But not the front of the seats, but there's still the whole mosh pit open area in front of us. Right. Because you, you just walked like you knew that. Like you knew. We like, walked like, like we like knew the place. Learned, yeah. Because Chico and I have lived in Asia. What we learned in Asia is that that's what you do. You just act like you own the place. Act and as if. As they'll let say. you do whatever you want. <laughs> I was always too shy to do that here. I'm not sure why. If it's right. Because yeah. in, in Asia, you're like a big shot in yes. your mind and you can pull it off. I think I've told this story in the podcast before. Maybe, maybe not. But there was a time in China where I. I I'd been there for two weeks. I walked down onto an NBA basketball court, walked back into the locker room. I ended up meeting Patrick Ewing. I met Kenny <laughs> Matumbo. Tell this story. I haven't told this. <laughs> no. Okay. You walked to the locker room. Were you like the uh, the commissioner? I did. I walked right in. Pat Ewing is the uh, assistant coach from the Houston Rockets. It's 2004. Uh, okay. Sacramento I was Kings wondering why Patrick game. was there. I meet Jimmy Jackson. I meet Tracy McGrady. Just because you, because no one said not to. Right. They assume you're the agent or something. Yeah. You just keep going until they tell you you can't. You know. So I have this in my blood. Chico's got this boiling in his brain, and so we do it. We walk down. Chico's move in China was always: you walk into a baseball stadium or something. You walk right down to the front. If anyone tells you no, usually it's a security guard wearing a hat. What Chico's move was is you take off his hat, you put it on your head, he starts laughing, you give oh. it back to him as you walk by. Ah. As you walk by, you give it's him his hat. a good pickup move. In the, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you pick up the hat. So there's all these distraction techniques, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get oh. down there, Con and artist. so we get down to the front row of the seats, but we're not, there's still the open mosh pit area. So immediately we're standing there for like two minutes. And Ari's like, okay, we got to figure out how to get down to the mosh pit area. So he does a little recon, goes over there. He realized they have these red wristbands. You got to be a red plastic wristband mm. to get in, those button ones, you know? Right. So Ari, we don't know what to do. We're like, let's go get a beer. We get a beer. 
Ari realizes, pulls out his wet naps in his pocket, a package of red wet naps. Yeah, and Chico goes, well, why don't we we can cut up the wet naps? Oh my god! If we rip up, rip apart the who carry who walks around with wet naps? No idea why Ari had these. (laughs) So maybe Ari thought of it. Ari's like Ari starts ripping apart the wet naps and like fashioning it to see if it would work as a wristband. Yeah, okay. And so it looks like it's gonna work. So he gets three. So the first two, one for me, one for Chico, they're perfectly perfectly shaped. The one for Ari, it's like he kind of messes up. So like half of it's way fatter than the other half. You know. Okay. And so we put. Around our wrist, they look stupid, and we also don't have a way to tape them together. So we contemplate going up to the beer stand asking them if they have tape <laughs> so we can sneak into the front row. But then, as we're thinking about it, I was like, Well, does anyone have gum? And Ari's like, Yes, actually, I have gum. So he gets out three sticks of gum. Uh, we all chew uh, the gum, stick it out of his, spit out of his mouth. And- yeah, we chew the gum, we gum the, the, the wet naps together. And so it now looks like a really homeless man's wristband yeah, this is- around our around our, uh, our wrist. And then Chico's like, I'm going first. I don't even think he says that. I think Chico just has the eye of the tiger, and he's done it a hundred times. He walks in, puts his hand kind of half in his pocket when he gets up. It's three security guards. They're huge. So he walks in, puts his hand halfway in his pocket, so it's as far away from the security guard's eye as possible. The guy sees him, looks down, looks at the wristband, looks at the gum and the wet nap. He saw the gum. And waves him through. Oh, so yeah, yeah, okay. Chico gets in. Right behind him, Ari and I go in. Boom, we get in. Our ticket's $50. We're we're standing in the mosh pit for the rest of the show. $150 Did you make it backstage at this point? We did not make it backstage, but... After 30 minutes, we all have to take a piss. Or you can't leave, though, because that You can't leave. You're stuck in. That's the problem with the So we're like, what do we do? Should we piss in a cup? Ari's was like, pee in a cup, pee in a cup. He was championing Because you can't do like a pass back. Like if you had one legit wristband, like when you have one good ticket and you sneak in with your friend who's got a good ticket, yeah. No, we all three. Not only that, but then once we get up into the the, the front area, all these people start taking pictures with Ari because they start recognizing him. But they all have legitimate It would be really embarrassing for Ari right now. He's taking a big (laughs) career risk. Yeah. He gets thrown out of. The section for I think he was. Ha- I think he was proud. I think he was proud of it. <laughs> so then uh, we decided to go out to the bathroom, which is stupid. We're tempting our fate. On the way out to the bathroom, the lady, the security guard lady, recognizes Ari's fake wristband. Oh, and she goes, "Wait, what is this?" And she lifts up his wrist, and it about her tries to shame him in front of everyone. And she says, "You got away with it once, but you're not getting away with it again. I'm making sure you're not getting back in." So, but then she sees him. And she doesn't see us. Chico and I just walk out. So Chico and I, we go to the bathroom. Chico and I get back in. Oh. Ari does not. <laughs> so what happened? So we're like, we'll come out. Ari, right, I'll come out. We'll come out. We'll hang with you. He's like, no, no, no. I will find my way back in. Oh. You do not leave. Okay. Like a real, like a hero. Is there only one entrance to this? This is a John McCain <laughs> in the Vietnam prison being like, I'm not going to leave my people. Uh, I prefer my concert goers who aren't. Who yes. don't- <laughs> anyway. And so there's another entrance. So he finds the other entrance. He walks all the way to the other side of the amphitheater, comes right in. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, they didn't get it. So it's then we watched the rest of the show. So the point is... It's like, kind of like in China, where, like you said, the basketball court, there's like a guy has got to watch... Her job was to watch that one area. Exactly. She's going to not let you in that one area, but she wasn't watching that other area. You want to go all the way around? You go all the way around. And then you get right to the front again? We get right to the front again. The three of us watch the rest of the show in peace. Because I'm short. I don't ever want to be in the, the mosh pit area, because I can't see a goddamn thing. But yeah. then I get to the front row. So... That's it. The lesson is, I would never have learned that if I had not lived in Asia for a very long time. That you can, if you if you think it, if you will right. it, you can do it. Right. They teach you the confidence to sleep with Asian girls and to sneak into places <laughs> and to run businesses. These are all the things you can learn in Asia and stand-up comedy. You can learn it all. You learn it all. Lizard life skills. Go to Asia, people. Ants <laughs> is an app.
It is an app. You can get it in the App Store. E-N-S-E. Up to five-minute recordings of whatever you want. Music. Voice recordings, messages, beat poetry, slam poetry, poetry. <laughs> any kind of poetry. Play by play of sneaking into concerts. Yeah, anything. If you're if you're with a, a famous comedian who's also MacGyver and has got like a gum and a and is making you know weapons and or, or sneak, wristbands, Ents you want to ins it? You ins it. Play by play. Also, we're insing an extra news story at the end of this podcast, so listen up for that. Oh my god, I gotta rest my voice. You got to rest <laughs> I'm gonna your stop voice. talking the rest of this pod. Get in. You can get it in the App Store. Is it out for Android? Sure. It's out for <laughs> Android, says Kevin. I'll go talk to the higher-ups. Ikram's fantastic. We got to get Ikram back on the pod. Come on soon. We're getting him back if on. If we can book him. On soon. He's a busy if man. we can book him, that's it. Should we get to our guests? Bring them, bring them in. Well, it's about time. Come on in, guys. <laughs> With our guests, Andrew Newman and Ryan Heineck. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us here. It's great to be here. Welcome yeah. to the United to States of America. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's North America fun. for uh, Newman. That's okay. I'm from America. Are past. you Newman or is it because your name's different on Facebook? What is it? Um, well, I have my name on Facebook for those of you wondering, which are, is all. Or you don't have everyone wants to friend you. <laughs> are, is it because you're, you're a teacher or something? Um, yeah. Well, I just didn't want my kids tracking me down. The comedy. Pioneers of Hong Kong. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the pioneers. Yeah, That's Newman joined much later. Yeah, much, I did. much. I, oh yeah, you lived in uh, in Korea, right? Yeah, I did a tour of duty in Korea for one year. <laughs> yeah. South and, or north? Uh, oh, nice north. Question. Um, <laughs> but uh, it'll all be we'll all be north pretty <laughs> yeah, soon. Yeah. Exactly. It's a timely episode. That's right. I checked the papers today. Uh, or I mean, this comes out in like seven days, so maybe by now we already are all. We probably north should Korea. record a different, a few different versions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to have it on auto, like ready to like. Release in yeah. case the nuclear war, like the, the, when the bomb's coming, just press the, press this it. This could be get it out onto the iTunes world. So yes. survivors will have a record of a people in Europe. Yeah, we this should record a bunch of episodes. This will be the last thing recorded in North America <laughs> yeah. ever. So when people come, the survivors left on the planet. They have to have podcasts. So that's where you were. That's where I was in for North Korea. North Korea. North Korea for one year, and then I lived in Hong Kong for almost four years. So, and we yeah. had Paulo Gata on last week, who was there pretty early doing stand up in Hong Kong. Yeah, he did one of the first shows. There. But you guys were living there. Yeah, yeah, we lived there. So I've lived there for seventeen years, yep. and uh, I've been doing stand up at the the comedy club there, Takeout Comedy. Basically, since it, almost since it started, since day one, almost, almost, yeah. Since your other, the like your competition for stand up was like a twelve year old kid, <laughs> and then a guy who juggled, <laughs> Honestly, and some guy with like clown makeup. That is exactly right, this and I, I don't want to night out. I'm not even no. kidding. Yeah, no, and I don't, don't want to criticize it. those guys. But uh, the twelve year old kid came later. Uh, the twelve year old's now like forty, yeah. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a long time <laughs> yeah. ago. He's he's honed his craft. He is the twelve year old. There was honestly, we did have a twelve year old. I think he was twelve for a while. That was really really disheartening because uh, <laughs> he was he was crushing. He, he was, was really crushing. good. Yeah, and I just thought, like, man, this kid. I mean, if I had the chops that that kid had at twelve, yeah, like my seventh grade would have been. Amazing. Oh, is he still doing comedy? No, he went he through went puberty and he lost it. You know? Yeah, you lost the whole act. <laughs> the it's it's hard to be the precocious kid at age like twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm still I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty five. Yeah. You know, I think uh, I'm not sure if he. No, I don't think he is. He moved to Canada. Um, oh, and then and he just got eaten by a, eaten by a bear. Or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, that's what happens. So you guys have toured all around 
Asia doing comedy. When's the last time you guys were in the United States? This is our first time in America together. That's in your a, life? Oh, well, no, that's oh I thought weird. you meant together with Ryan. No, yeah, no, no. no. Uh, like for when, me, uh, it was three years ago. Yeah, no, I, I three come years? Back three years ago. Okay. Yeah. You. I'm, I come back every six months. Yeah. Every six months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And why did you originally move to Hong Kong, was it? Murdered a gay. Yeah. yeah. Murdered a gay? Yeah. Murdered a gay. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> God. Yes. <Yeah>. Chicago <laughs> What'd you say? Murdered a gay. I was very specific. I didn't really want to. The police are coming in right now. No, I used to be a journalist. I used to work for a CBS affiliate, and I was the worst news producer to ever like grace the like I did terrible things uh not on purpose can I can I tell you some of the terrible things that happened as a news producer that sure the reason I had to leave that job sure um <laughs> can I guess <laughs> yeah go ahead and when instead when you're supposed to say three two one action did yeah. you do it backwards what no <laughs> like action one two yeah, three yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we're doing the whole newscast in reverse now that's yeah. all the only choice we have yeah. that would be, were you dyslexic little... when you were typing in what they were supposed to say well you know similar to that so one of the things that happened um I used to be so I was a producer I was in charge of everything and one of the things we did is we type the uh, C, uh, the name of the person underneath that appears, you know. Yeah. And we use these old. This long time we use those old printers with the spindles that would like you know like the, the that paper oh, with the man. holes in the sides. Oh wow. So that, like yeah. yeah. And so like what happened one time is we were doing a news story on this woman who was not a funny story at all. She was paralyzed from the neck down. Kaplan's she's laughing. Yeah, I know you should be. <laughs> Why are you already laughing? Yeah, this is terrible. Funny story. But like, she's got, <laughs> so she's like one of those, she's in a wheelchair. She like controls it with a straw, you know? <laughs> and like a bendy straw? Not, well, I don't, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, crazy straw? Yeah, I, I, don't, straw yeah, I think it's probably a specialized like, straw. I'm sure it's not like, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it's a specialized straw. Anyway, yeah, right. so she's paralyzed from the neck up because she was she was the victim of a of a drunk driver. So her mm-hmm. she was hit, uh, I think, in a car, and and uh, she was paralyzed. Anyway, so underneath it, it was supposed to say like Jane Smith, victim of drunk driver, right? And that's what I typed in. But because the the spindle on the <laughs> typewriter got a little bent. Uh, somehow, when it got to the CG operator, the person who types it into the newscast, instead of saying Jane, what did I say her name was? Jane Smith. Jane Smith. Yeah. Jane Smith, victim of a drunk driver, it said Jane Smith, drunk driver. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the original autocorrect. <laughs> yeah. So we I mean, like so yeah. everyone in the heartland of America, which is what we call the area, is like, well, she deserved it. Look <laughs> yeah. at this lady. Yeah. Drunk driver. Yeah. That's yeah. like Jane you. Ru- you had the first ever autocorrect joke. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. Every comedian now has like, so I typed in, but like, whoa, it said, but you had it pre-phones. Yeah. And yeah. We, uh, there was another time, is even worse. Uh, do you remember that one, uh, that, that sex offender one? That <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, we were doing a story. Uh, I, I think, like it, I I think it's called is. Megan's Law. I think <laughs> right. it's basically, it's the law that... Um, like sex offenders need to be registered. Yeah, and so like your neighbors. Uh, by the way, Kaplan, guy just I registered our neighborhood yesterday. <laughs> Not me. Wait, we got what? A you picture reg- came up in our neighborhood that some sex offender had to register. No, big news in Long Island. Do so you have to give them permission to live in your neighborhood? We just have to know about it. No, oh. they, we have oh, to. Okay. We know we have. I have That's a picture. A yeah, I put like, it up on the on the in the a big blow up in that apartment. Just kids, stay away. See yeah, this guy. Any press is good press. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway. Well, you put it in your home, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's good. I, not not on his home, right? Yeah, I went to hang out with him, had coffee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, wow, you have a lot I of kids. Stay, you have a lot of kids' toys yeah, here. I said, stay away from this my kids, nice. but if nice you guy. need you to like know Twin some Peaks, kids to groom, I know a few good candidates. Those kids down the street. It's all about diversion. Leave away as long as you leave mine alone. Look, we all know you're gonna need it, right? So, yeah. I brought you. So what happened with your sex right, offender? So <laughs> with, my, with my sex offender. So anyway, it was the story was I think it was called Megan's Law. I think it's the law. Yeah, and, it's the law. Um, it was like uh, a new controversial law is 
is coming uh, to America or coming to Missouri. I don't remember what it was. Uh, would, and the lead into the story was supposed to be, would you want to know if a sex offender lived in your neighborhood? And then it's roll tape. Now, as a producer, <laughs> I had about 50 tapes to, to review before every newscast. And at the time, our, our 10 p.m. producer quit. I was doing two newscasts a day. I did not have time to check these tapes. Right. right? So I just, I, I'm, just trusting, just I'm just <laughs> trusting that my reporters who did the story put it in the right order. Put it Anyway, so it's, would you want to know if a sex offender lived in your neighborhood like this man? Roll tape supposed to start off with a mugshot of this dude who was a repeat offender, right. right? Yeah. So we roll tape. It's this guy. He comes up. He's like, well, I don't know what happened. The fire started in the front of my house, and I ran out the back. <laughs> it was a story we ran the day before of a guy whose house burned down. Oh, that's right? Right. Sex so, yeah, we just called him. It's like, your house burned down, yeah. and we called you a sex offender. We're like, okay, we are so sorry. <laughs> we are, yeah, we're, we, we are like, the, we obviously cut away really quickly. The anchors mm. are, were professional. They're like, we're sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that story later. There's obviously a glitch. So we go back to that story later in the newscast, and I'm like, like, like dude, is it queued up? Is it ready? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. I queued it. I talked to my reporter. So we go. Earlier in the newscast, we talked about Megan's Law, a controversial law in the United States that lets you know if a sex offender lives in your neighborhood, like this man. Roll tape. Well, I don't know what happened. The fire started in the front of the house. We ran it twice. Nice. Twice. So then they sent you to Hong Kong? No, no. Yeah. But here's what, here's <laughs> what I love the best about the story. Now. We didn't get sued. And here's the reason we didn't get that sued. Okay, that guy never saw the story because his house burned down. Right. Nice. <laughs> he has no TV. Yeah, exactly. And then a year later, he molested 12 children. <laughs> <laughs> we were the only one. Yeah, we everybody. called it. It yeah. was an exclusive. This you saw it here first. laughed you off. The visionaries yeah. are always left away. Yeah. Uh, the, that new segment was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like preemptive, preemptive war, preemptive sex offending. You're like outing people you think might become them. Yeah, so Just then take like... Take them down now. So I, I, that, that kind of stuff happened too often. And I... <laughs> <laughs> like, so I, I had to leave. He could keep I going. Did yeah, yeah. they buy you, you or you just like you bowed out? No, I just I bowed out. I just yeah. like I I mean it didn't just happen to me, it happened to everyone because we were I mean we were I was a college graduate telling a million people what they should think about the news. Like so I, 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 I should uh, this was no, it was well about two hours south in oh. Cape Girardeau, Missouri. All right. Uh, but I mean I, I, we have a lot of fans down there. Shout out. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the home of uh, Rush Limbaugh. That's oh. where he was oh. That's where he was yeah. oh. We're worth oh. to get him on the pod next week. Yeah, yeah. 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 His big face is on the. I mean, he has a big face. Uh, it's his very big face large. Is on the. <laughs> it's big. So Newman, what sent you to uh, Asia? Uh, well, I was in school for forever, like a good seven years, and I just got tired of being in school, so I decided to work in a school on the <laughs> other end of the world. But I was just curious to, you know, about living abroad and traveling and stuff. So I got a job teaching in Korea. Um, teaching English or teaching te teaching English, yeah. You just found um, it online. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, uh, Sean, the very funny Sean A. Bear, I met him at uh, in Calgary, in Canada. I know you have no idea where that is, but it's Stan it's Peters. A, it, oh, okay. Okay. Is right, it because I'm American? Is that why? No, it's because you you have a shirt that says I don't know where Calgary is. <laughs> Devoted multiple podcasts yeah. to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're pretty good at Canada these days. But uh, Sean, I met him when he just got back from Korea, and he spoke about uh, very highly of it and i'm like oh, i'll give it a shot and i thought i'd go to korea for one year just teaching and lo and behold i lived there for five <laughs> moved you to hong kong and yeah how long have you been in hong kong i was in hong kong for about three and a half years but i have since departed where, wait where are you now 
Well, I'm between cities at the moment. I'm currently ah, exclusive. Uh, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I'm current. I'm a free agent. No. <laughs> Are you coming back to the uh, couch tonight? North yeah. America. I am. Well, I am back in North America. So I am uh, staying with my parents in North Toronto, ladies. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and but we'll I will. <laughs> but I will be uh, moving to Ottawa, which is the capital of Canada. Yes. Nice. Teddy Kappel yes, told me that. Yes, and uh, <laughs> be going back to school because I just love school so much to study law. Have Whoa. you guys yeah. done stand up yeah. on this side when you guys come back here? Because well, first of all, we uh, you guys both started stand up uh, over there, right? Yeah, as we said yeah. earlier. Yeah, mm-hmm. which so did I. Have you done it when you come back? I have. Uh, I've done it a couple times. I've done Zanies and uh, the Laugh Factory in Chicago. How do you like it? It's really different. Um, and uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's harder for me because. I, I my whole comedy uh, quote unquote career has been in Asia with expats, and that's a that's a that's a crowd, like that's a special kind of crowd. So coming back here, I don't really I don't know what makes like my people laugh back here. You know, it's it's a it's a completely different world. It's yeah. uh, because expats are like one thing. That's the thing. Right? So I, I, you can go to like if I do a show in Shanghai with you when I was doing shows up there with you, yeah. or Hong Kong or Thailand, it's the same audience actually. Yeah, very everyone similar. Has even though they're from all over the world. Yeah, they have the same kind of worldview. Expat mm-hmm. sensibility. Yeah. Expat sensibility. Yeah, yeah. Nice. and even new name for the pod. People are like, <laughs> oh, you can't do your China jokes when you go back to America. But that's not that's not only it. There's references like I used to have a whole joke about Australia. Yeah. That I had to just stop doing here because no one gives a shit about Australia. Right. Oh. Like it didn't make sense. You know, like yeah. people are like, why are you just talking about Australia? None of us are from Australia. None of us yeah. care. Fuck Australia. Right. We don't even like oh, risk. Man. Said it. Like, what are we gonna know about Australia? <laughs> right. We know Outback Steakhouse. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, you have to change a lot of stuff. Well, mm-hmm. a lot of like a lot of the stuff I do over there is make fun of myself as an American, which doesn't work here. Mm. You know, it's it takes a little massaging. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, fi- I I have a couple things where I can do that, but I know what you mean. It's yeah. hard. It's it takes a while to figure out. Mm-hmm. What about you? Because you guys are gonna you're doing the show. Well, when this comes out, this will have been last yeah, week. That's why I didn't want to say it. It was fantastic. Fine. It's tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're basically saying yeah. they're not going to be good in your shows. Yeah. Oh, no. That's yeah, is this your premiere in, in the United States tonight? This is my American stand-up. <laughs> Everyone, go back in time. Go back to last week yeah. and get to this show. Whoa. Uh, yeah, it's my American stand-up debut. I've only done stand-up in Toronto twice, both of them open mics, because like, when I uh, came home, like to visit like the past few years i just would you know wouldn't have enough time so i just did like a few open mics here and there but yeah uh, this is my first like proper showcase in north america so it's well very exciting it's exciting (laughs) i think truthfully it's 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 more fun i think in asia because you're traveling between countries every show you do or every few shows you do, if you're traveling, if you guys, you know, which we all have, if you're doing, yeah, we did. You're yeah, bouncing around. I mean, you get to go to Connecticut here. Exactly. Yeah, Whoa. I go to Connecticut. Oh, I'm, yeah. As I said earlier, I'm going to Philadelphia on yeah. August 25th. Hey. Yeah. Trust the process. Yeah. I think in, in the audience is here. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say that there's no like people are like, oh, I had a wild time in like Boise or Denver. Right. Or, uh, ultimately, it's all just like America. You know, it's all kind yeah. of the same. Whereas when you're bouncing around Asia, like you and I did a show in oh in the haunted in that and we stayed in that haunted uh, yes, hotel. that's yeah. what I'm getting. You to. were yeah you were yeah we were in the Philippines. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. The best right. part about the Philippines is they have a Taco Bell. Yeah. Yes. In Manila. There's, there's yeah. no Taco Bell in China. So well, Ryan asked me. He's like, Hey, I'm going to this show in the Philippines. You want to come? I'm like, 
I love, I'm not sure I'm on the fence. He's like, they got Taco Bell. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> so we go. Yeah. First stop, we hit Taco Bell. They also had a Shakey's Pizza. Yeah, which yeah, like yeah. Well, That one had a business here in the 70s. <laughs> Wait, are they are they not in the, U- the U.S.? No. Oh, well, I just figured they were LA, like. I think when I lived there, it's terrible pizza. A, I think it's been shut down <laughs> by the hygiene department. Okay. <laughs> it still exists in the Philippines. Oh, we, it's everywhere. We stay at this hotel. It's like a haunted mansion. Well, okay. It's called the Camelot Hotel. Uh, if so anyone needs the website. I loved it. I, no, I love this hotel. It is in the middle of Manila. It is it is a castle for no reason at all. No it, reason. Yeah. It looks like it should be one of those indoor miniature golf courses. Yes. Ooh, right. But it's not. Yeah. It's just a castle hotel. And Do you have mini golf? No. Oh. No, and it's a, it's it's not a good hotel. Like the rooms, oh, I don't sucked. know. I don't know what. I don't know why it exists. The rooms, like honestly, the the hotel towels had like Hilton crossed out and like yeah. just like Camelot written in like permanent marker. Um, yeah, the environment they didn't well, replace. I, but I, I always stay there as kind of a goof, although it's, it's not the cheapest place to stay. And yeah, but you stay there like seven times. I know. So I after know. a while, it's not a goof. Well, it yeah. was. Yeah, it's I know. I know. <laughs> well, it was next to that slum that I really enjoyed. I know it's weird, but there was a slum next okay, door. All right, you need to tell me more about the why slum? you enjoyed that slum. I oh, okay, okay. Well, let me just tell you something about the Philippines, and then we got to talk about. You're going to talk about what we got the judge when we went to. Sure. Don't you remember? I mean, that, that, are you going to talk about it or not? I don't even remember. You don't you remember we got the judge that uh, competition when we got, went to Manila? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, there's a slum right next to that hotel. And the people slum. there in, in the Philippines, they're like the friendliest people ever. And the reason I would go through the slum is there was a Burger King on the other side of it. So, <laughs> like, slum, I would, you mean a bad area of town? Like, nah, like maybe that. slum's the wrong word. It was a squatter area. A shanty a squat- town. Oh, shanty yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was you know, like, not legal. It was like uh, roofs were made out of, like, corrugated Buick uh, car doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's a Burger King. There's a Burger King at the far end of it. Right. And so I used to go through the Burger King all the time, so I got to know the neighborhoods mm-hmm. like, pretty well. And so now, whenever I walk down that street, people recognize me. Right, like, here comes. And they don't rob me. Not that they would, because they, that, that's the thing. is My friends, when I took them down that street, were scared. My American friends didn't want to walk down that street. Because it, as, to an American eye, it looks dodgy. Yeah. Well, but you it just was called su- it a slum. Yeah, I did town. call it a slum. That's probably <laughs> yeah. not the right word. Because I, 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 they were so friendly. They were, they were such friendly people. Friendly robbers. So we show up to this town. <laughs> yeah. The guy picks us up at the airport. Another comedian. Uh, no, we show up to Manila. The guy picks yeah. up the airport. He's like... It's the night before the show. He goes, okay, before we're, I'm going to take you to your, ho- your hotels, but before that, we got to go judge this uh, like beauty pageant. Yeah. Um, you didn't know you were going to do this. No, no, no. we had no <laughs> idea. And so we get there, and we're like, all right, whatever. So we get there, and it's kind of like, in a, I guess you, it's in a strip club. It's a strip club. But it's not a strip show. No, it's disappointingly like, not. Right, yeah. you're at a strip club. What do you want a beauty pageant for? You've That's it the thing. It's, it's like, like an old school here. beauty pageant. Like they're wearing like yeah. wedding, like dre- gowns, uh, evening gowns. We kept uh, answering questions. And about all like, of their, all of the women, like their relatives are there. Right. Yeah. Like there's like families and little kids and they're throwing like uh, flowers, flowers at like them. Like this is a big deal. Yeah. And, and then we bring it to judges. So we get in there. We don't know anything. We don't know what's going on. And we get in there and we're sitting right in the middle and suddenly like a spotlight goes on both of us. Yeah, and they're like, welcome the international comedian. Yes. <laughs> we'll be judging tonight. Flash yeah. judges and everyone's like, woo. Are there and other uh, judges or just you guys? Uh, uh, G- just us. Uh, GB. Uh, and the local GB comedian. Oh, so the three. GB Labrador shout yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. And so it's the three of us. GB Labrador. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then the parents of the w- the women we're judging are like coming over and they're trying to like butter us up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't even remember who won or what happened. How, <laughs> 
Uh, I think it was Maria. <laughs> I, like, mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> did they ask them questions? Like, no, no, no. They just came on. And I, we still, I like till the very end was still hoping it was going to be a strip show. Like I was, like <laughs> even <laughs> children there, I was still like maybe. I don't right. know. Maybe it's, it's like, the Philippines. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, disappointingly, yeah, not. Not that up. at all. This is like five years ago or something. Oh. I don't yeah. Remember. It was but it was just funny because like after day two, uh, Turner turns to me. We're in that hotel, so I get back to that, and I like I said I kind of like the hotel because I've always stayed there. And Turner's like, I gotta, I gotta. Get out of here! I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, why? He's like, I don't, I don't know. This, this place. I think this place is haunted. <laughs> it was a weird hotel. And then I did comedy. Did you ever go in um, Korea? Uh, what's the town? A bus? Is Os- Osan? Osan? Busan? Osa? Os- oh, Osan, where the Osan. Yeah. Did you ever go to? Yeah. yeah. Did you oh, ever go to yeah. Osan? I did. Yeah. We we went we there. We did a show there. Uh, yeah. A couple of years ago. I yeah. think maybe I went like right after you or right before yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere Cra- around. Cavill, this town's insane because it's the U.S. military has. We have this huge base there in South yeah, Korea. That I know. And then right ne- out, this town only exists because of the base. Yeah. Or we yeah. had. Right. Yeah. I just say we had. We don't. No. It's, well, no, it's still there. <laughs> this, yeah. well, the this is coming out next week. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Could have yeah. been oh, yeah. nuked Wait, by then. Do you guys okay. remember I'm Osan? <laughs> what a nice place. <laughs> Our great leader, our our new great leader, could have (laughs) nuked us, and now we're gone by now. But uh, so this town only exists because of the base. But the town still has a mayor, and it obviously it's like a Korean town. But really, the U.S. general runs the town. Oh, because if they ever pull out, the base pulls out, the town's gone. See, like the general and a few good men or something. Like I just picture like real. I guess old asshole. I run this town. Jack and Nicholson's the man. So then yeah. they have this like one one a.m. curfew. Did, did they have that when you guys were there? I don't oh. think they. Yeah, they did. Did yeah. they? For everybody? Um, for, for, no, for only for the Air U.S. Force soldiers. Guys. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. But they yeah, can't yeah. tell if I'm a U.S. soldier. I mean, I guess they can. Well, the arms. soldiers go yeah. to your <laughs> show, and then you got to make sure to wrap it up. Get them. Well, over. yeah, one a.m. There, yeah. they don't have a scene there that could last that late. No, jeez. Did you do a show? Yeah, so we did a show, and then the show ends, and we go and we're hanging out. And then at like 1 a.m., 1.15, we're in this McDonald's, and the U.S., like the Gestapo, the U.S. soldiers come in, and they're going into the, opening the bath, like knocking on the bathroom door, going back into the McDonald's, like where they cook, to yeah. see if soldiers are hiding, cause, and then they're arresting people. Really? Wow. Take, yeah, like the on, military uh, police is taking they the gone soldiers. A, they're going AWOL? Anyone who's yeah. passed out past 1 a.m. goes to so jail, and they look at us. It's the most insulted I've ever been. They they're look at like, me for like yeah. a second, they're like, clearly not a soldier. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, like, oh, like, let yeah. me see you do one push-up now. <laughs> it was me and Rudy Tiberzi. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, hey, that's, I like that guy. He's yeah. Great. yeah. Viral headline, American comic Turner Sparks calls the, the soldiers uh, the Gestapo. Get that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, wait, one. Okay, we need one last story out of both you guys from touring around Asia. Okay. Uh, all um, right. Uh, well, why don't we tell you were talking about the Philippines? So we could. How about when my my first ever road trip with you guys? Um, we went the first night when we did the show in Manila. Yeah. Remember the the bar we went to the after thriller. we went to the boxing event. Oh, the thriller. Yes. Midget boxing. The thriller in Manila. Yeah. You went we to saw, midget boxing. <laughs> oh, midget. Yeah. Yes. Little people boxing. There we yes. go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's not the right word, is it? I don't know. But that's what they called it. Midget You're there. an American. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, the but they M-word? called it midget boxing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. the midgets called it that. their culture. Yeah. Respect yeah, the, the but culture. They, they yes. can say that word. I can't. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, so we go there again. This is only after knowing I knew known these guys for I don't know a few months, and like they brought me along on this trip, and then we we did a show, and then we went to this bar after, and. You know, I I guess the, the listeners, but I, I guess I should say I'm I'm tall. You know, you yeah, tall. I'm a yeah. tall man, about six five. Yeah, 197 centimeters for 
those on the metric yeah, system. No okay. one knows. It means what nothing means. to Americans. Never five. mind. Yeah. <laughs> so I know one I could, the way to calculate it. So, so you're like, go with that. So yeah. you're like three so midgets. Three midgets, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm only and like so, two midgets for the listeners who've never seen me. Yeah. Tap one's yeah. two midgets. So we go in there and we're like, okay, this is just a spectator thing. I can just, you know, watch and be a horrible person for watching. <laughs> close. So like they're, they're, do, you know, they're the, 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 performers or athletes i don't know um, <laughs> they're, they're yeah. um and they're uh, so they get in the ring and then some you know guy gets on the microphone like it you know just like okay we need a referee yes, and then, <laughs> yes. without missing a beat ryan just like shouts out and points to me he's like Make it Andrew. Yeah. It's the greatest height disparity. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's like, I don't know what that word meant, but yes. And he just yeah. like pulls me right into the ring, and I had to referee this midget boxing. Do well, you know the rules our, of boxing? Our buddy no. Sean. Uh, our buddy Sean got dragged into the ring to fight them. Yeah. Yeah. He did. So they're so Sean, a full size human being. Yeah. Wait, is that right? I can say this. Yeah, you know, he's regular normal. Okay. No, whatever. this is a safe space. You can oh, say whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. So Sean, yeah. uh, they, but so Sean gets dragged in to wrestle with these guys, and what you find out in the end is it's the whole thing's a scam. Yeah, because they, no. it's, it's it's money. It's all then like they're like they want you to pay to have been the ref. Yeah. They want him to pay. Wait, they're to, making you pay to ref. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. happens? Yeah. Is they, they um, it's like a hundred bucks, which is outrageous. But when you're getting off, like an exit fee, like how do you? The scam they run is like you go in and they're like, hey, like they pull you aside and they're just like, just so you know, it's like it'd be really swell if you could buy some tequila. Yeah. Really swell? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are they from the 1950s <laughs> midgets? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, yeah, come on. Come Wait, is the organizer a midget? Yeah, yeah. yeah see? Yeah. Really yeah. Swell. Like, oh. yeah, kid, you'll do Otherwise, great. the midgets but, yeah. are going to start punching and where their, where their heads line up on you. It's, it's going to oh, yeah, be it's like a regular <laughs> sized person. <laughs> like, balls Listen, are... you don't want to like, yeah, yeah, whispering like, in your ear. Yeah. And it's then... really embarrassing if we video midgets kicking the crap out of you. Yeah, I know. You might want to pay us 100 bucks. But yeah, so that's what they do, and then you're like, okay, sure, it's the Philippines, I'll do that, and then you get your bill, and they're like, oh, that was two hundred U.S. dollars. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> can you gamble yeah. on it? Other people uh, are gambling. Oh, I, I, you know, I'm, it's back, the Philippines. You can probably room, gamble on uh, it. Because if you're a fishing, you can make that money back by helping the that's gamblers, true. giving them that's the results true. they want. You know, so if someone's gonna go, it's like American comics, because American comics ask me this all the time. They're yeah. like, I want to go to Asia for comedy. Where yeah. should I go? Just for fun, just for fun. If fun's the only thing, where would you guys recommend? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Man, that's you know, just for fun, not for comedy. No, 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 for fun and comedy. But okay. I'm saying not like the paycheck or whatever. You know. Yeah. You know what? I okay. So personally, I think the best experience would be. I think the Philippines. Here's why. Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, in the Philippines they actually they speak English, so the locals speak English, not just the um, not just the expats. Yeah. So when you do shows there, you're actually doing shows for locals and expats, and that's cool. So that's an authentic experience. Plus. The Philippines is a blast. Like you can get into a lot of trouble uh, in the Philippines, and it's cheap, uh, and also like amazing beaches and everything like that. So it's got, I think it's got everything. Where like you do Thailand, it's gonna be expats. Bangkok is obviously amazing, um, but that's just gonna be expats. You're not gonna get an authentic. Thing. Yeah, it's I enjoyed that when we went performing for Filipino people as yeah. opposed to just like expats who live there. And then Singapore is also another place where you perform like for real, like the locals. But Singapore is so boring. A little less fun. Although yeah. I am going there in late January, so I love you, Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and only one has midget boxing you get to ref, right? That's, That's right. That's, That's right. right. That's right. right. Yes. Were any of the guys like the, like? Was there like a Manny Pacquiao of the ring? Here's the thing, Mike. Boxing? I think if we if we were sober, we might be able to answer that <laughs> right. question. I mean, not 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 now. I, then I just love to like, know if there's a guy who could have been bigger. He would yeah. Trip Kaplan. We're going out there. 
Yeah, I'd like to get involved in that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'd, I'd like to get involved in that. Like, it's <laughs> not a, one get you know, Mike, it's not a real sport. Like, it's not. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is, I'm, I'm a sucker for anything that's yeah. shady. You could be like the King Kong Bundy be, of midget boxing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to be more like the Don King. I want to be a promoter. Oh, oh there you go. Uh, only like in the Philippines. Only in the Philippines. Can I be? Yeah. So, all right, there's our, you know, and the, the beaches are AIDS free in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. As far as I know, as far as I know, you know, honestly, really in some really good beaches in the Philippines. So yeah, I, it's it's my favorite country in Asia. There you really go, is. Newman. Uh, yeah, I hate to agree with Ryan because that just doesn't do much for like, bad podcast. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, but, we're um, here to fight with them. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, like, yeah, the Philippines is really great because of, like, the audience thing. But I'll say, like, I really liked, because I got started in Korea. And um, they got, like, the full-time club in Osan now, and that's pretty good. And, like, Korea is, like, such a strange place. Like, um, you know, there's never a dull moment when you're there as a tourist. And uh, people are very friendly. And, like... The crowds that like stand up soul, shout out Jeff Sinclair. Uh, shout out. There we go. Uh, like the crowds that they attract are very, very good. And like all English teachers, so they do speak English. Oh, um, and ta- ta- <laughs> Taco Bell as well. Taco and Bell. they have Taco Bell. And they have Taco Bell. Yeah. And what about America? If you guys, when you're in Canada, like when you're back here, what are your observations? Since um, is there anything that you've. Like readjusting or any? Oh yeah, what's oh, what's the, weird the actual about theme of your podcast? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. what's weird well, about get, coming get to that? Yeah, <laughs> what's weird about coming back? Uh, I mean, for me, it's every, everything about it is good. Like coming back, it's just like it's it's boring stuff. It's just like uh, like fresh fruit. <laughs> like I know it's so boring, yeah, like but real like basics. Yeah, but just like yo, know, cheap milk. Cheap cheese. Yeah. Honestly, like out there, I made a lasagna. It cost me fifty bucks to make a lasagna out in, in Hong Kong, but you know, from at home. Where here I could probably make it in Chicago for like twelve bucks or something like That's that. That's the thing know? about cooking. Like people are like, Do you cook when you're in China? I'm like, no, because whatever I would want to cook is so expensive because yeah. the ingredients are all imported. And right. Yeah. Yeah. Learn uh, to make the uh, local delicacies. Yeah, yeah. For me, uh the strangest thing is just um you know, like living in a non-English speaking country, like I could never understand like people's conversations, yeah. right? So it'd just be like background or ambient noise. But now that I'm like in, you know, Toronto, New York, I can hear everyone's conversation all the time. And so it's annoying. So annoying. About how I, annoying that is. Yeah. I, I thought I thought I could tune it out, but I just can't. Like I was yeah. on I was on the train like from Newark into town here and I had a podcast going and there was like people talking around me and I could like hear it over my podcast. And I'm yeah. just like, what is like, stop it. I don't want to hear about your catering business. And <laughs> like, oh, the worst. I heard one lady and she was like, I just can't decide. Like, I want to get the season pass to Broadway, but like, I also want to get Mets tickets. <laughs> well, like, what is she? Shut the fuck up. Like, I don't yeah, you don't get care. that. You don't get that over there in Asia. Uh, well, the, your, your Mandarin was was good. Yeah, right? but as I've said before in the podcast, even when you can speak the language, it's still easier to tune out when you don't yeah. want to listen yeah, to yeah, it. The last thing yeah. you want to do is I can't you listen to a girl down. who likes the Mets. So. Oh, nice. And she was on the phone. She was like talking to her mom on in the subway. I think I was I was not the only one. Who hated her? I think the whole place hated uh, her. People who talk on the phone in the subway—that's a whole. It's like, I can't hear you. Why, I'm yeah, in the subway. I'm, I'm in the subway. I'm gonna keep I'm talking though. I'm not gonna stop the conversation. And then out. what about when you can understand? Uh, tax. I don't like that taxi drivers can understand what I'm saying. Oh, oh that's yeah. okay. No, that's oh, a thing, man. right? Yeah. I have to now monitor what I say. This yeah. I think everyone does when you come back. You're all of a sudden you're like, oh man, that guy looks stupid, <laughs> and you're like, oh, he totally understands what I'm saying. Like, 
The, or you, the weirdest is they'll freak out because they'll turn around and join your conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like, but, yeah, I think that guy looks stupid, too. You're like, what? Yeah. Why are you Those there? people shouldn't be talking to me anyway. <laughs> you know Go ahead, turn your head back You're around. You're a driver. Watch the road. Oh, you know what I do now? This is the weird thing. When I like Coming back home, one of the things I've noticed is I'll go to like Walmart and just ask for stuff that I don't need just because I can. Like, I can talk to the people who work there. Oh. That's it. Like So, like, in, in Hong Kong, I, I don't speak Cantonese, so if I need a specialty item, I have to go there, like, show people a picture. <laughs> they point me in a certain direction. I go there and show the picture again. Here, like, I, print out like, I don't even need stuff, and I'll be like, do you guys carry phone cord for, you know, old rotary dial phones like just weird like weird right. stuff that i don't need at all just because i can stores. i can actually say it i'm just asking for a friend yeah, yeah. <laughs> i enjoyed yeah English. i found that that i was the person who i when i first came back who would just talk to people in public yeah like walking down the street just because like i can yes right. hey. so the first few days i come home i gotta i got like People must think I'm crazy because I do that a lot. I'll be walking down the street. I'm like, hey, how's it going? How you having a good day? Yeah. <laughs> Just, that guy. Like, who's this guy? What's, what's he trying to do? Yeah, Howdy yeah. doody, neighbor. Yeah. Well, welcome back, guys. Yeah, it's good to be back. Good yeah, to thanks. be here. Anything before we get to the news, anything you want to promote? Um anything going on in Asia? Any uh uh yeah. They're well yeah, an open mic. Is this for Garen? I don't know. Garen, it's still like a Garen. Well, uh, new Garen? open mic. Yeah. Screw Garen. Any, any, yeah. Anyone, who, anyone who's going to be out in Asia, we're starting a new. Well, we're starting a new open Work mic. Work in progress. So stay that, tuned. Lost in America listeners. Stuff? Yeah, Long Kwai oh. Fong. We're to start a new. No, open no, no. Mic. Say it. We have listeners in Hong Kong. Okay, yeah. 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 So huge uh, in Hong Kong. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're well, huge. One we're number one podcast. Garen Chu and and Tammy's working with them on that. Right? Yeah, Wait, yeah. sorry, I just talked all through that. Say it again. Oh no, no, no. Like just just one of our guys, Garen Chu and Tammy. Uh, Tammy Chan. Yeah, they're they're working on setting a new open mic. It's going to be probably Wednesdays, probably yeah. in Long Kwai Fong. Fong. So comedy like is coming the, the back to Long district, Kwai Fong. So. Nice. Yeah, it's been too long. It's been, been too long. long. I've been saying that. Just the other day I was talking yeah. to someone about that. Uh, yeah, it really has. So in, this is also uh, we have comedians to listen to this. So anyone, if you're traveling through Hong Kong. Wednesday night's the open mic? It will be. Will Still, be, there's yeah. a Monday night open mic. Yeah, uh, so bar Tuesdays at Take Up Comedy, yeah. Monday night at Bar 109 at Wanshai. It's a comedy yeah. city. It, it is. is. And the comedy it festival is. is coming up in Hong Kong. That's coming up in uh, at the end of September. Everyone I'm not sure. Anyway, but it's 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 a cool thing to check out. Takeoutcomedy.com. That's all you need. Yeah. Uh, and you can get the festival inf- festival information from that website. Yeah. Look at you guys just promoting for other people. And, uh, Fantastic. Well, I know that Jamie Gong will be very happy oh. if I do that. Well, He's the guy who runs takeout out there. All right, should we get to the news? Yeah, we shall. Let's get to the news. Story of the week. Yeah. This comes from Observers France. Okay, sounds like the, that's the worst. Observers name period for a France. Blog. <laughs> oh, right. oh, now I know what. That oh, is. you guys might have an opinion. On I this. do. I do. This I is from your part opinion. of the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Locals have been shocked to see white tourists begging in the streets of Malaysia, Hong Kong, Thailand, and Singapore to raise money for the travels. They call these people bagpackers. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Very it's, a good, it's very catchy. Photos of two couples doing just that have been widely circulated online recently. The first pair are sitting on the ground behind a cardboard sign that says, Support our trip around the world. Mm. Second uh, guy is playing Pink Floyd so- songs, but has the same thing. 
These are the I, I there's no one I hate more in the world than these people. Yeah, yeah that's pretty okay. bad. You know, so here's the thing. I, I feel the exact same way. But I I read an article recently that that made me think a little bit differently about it because <laughs> I, I still don't like it. I still don't like it. Uh, first of all, some of my friends are like, it's okay, they're selling stuff. When they're selling stuff, maybe it's not that what, bad. It still annoys you... me, but maybe it's not that bad because they're just they're selling stuff and that's just what I guess that's what like travelers have been doing forever. What are they travel. selling? But like, Cap, do you understand what's the, the article? They're begging for money. They're, they're saying they're okay. going around the world. They like basically, travel. they're these like spoiled rich kids okay. who've gotten out to Asia, right. run out of money, and been like, oh, like yeah. now they're asking local people. I res- yeah, yeah I, I respect their honesty because okay. you know, right outside our in studios here, there's this guy. He's got a cardboard sign, and it says, "Today is my 35th birthday. All I want is bus fare home." He had that sign when we filmed last week. He had that sign two weeks ago. Every day it's his 35th birthday. It's a big fraud. Yeah, yeah it's a long birthday. I like that so these people aren't even making up a story. They're telling you the truth. I want to be a spoiled kid and travel around the world. That's the perception. Is that, and, and this is where I, I, like, I fell into it, too. I'm like, absolutely, this is disgusting. These kids are rich kids. But here's the problem is that we're actually then using a bias. We're assuming that because they're white, they're uh, spoiled rich kids. Well, Turner and did that. I didn't do that. No, I over, definitely that, did that. Perception because <laughs> if I didn't do that, we wouldn't have a podcast. Well, yeah, they're, they're begging because they're begging in places like Thailand, where the average salary of a person in in Thailand is probably like a, just a small fraction of what we guess that the white kid's salary would be back in. Wait, wait, wait! Country. But that's not why, because they also say to support my trip around the world. Right, it's a little yeah. bold. Yeah, it's not like I need uh, to like be able to have a place to stay tonight. Or yeah, I know. Somewhere. They don't need a bus fare home. I know they're, yeah. they're sitting there while they're waiting with their like phone, like tweeting about people who are. And the uh, one. I don't know if you guys saw this picture, but there's one that's a girl. She's just meditating. Yeah. Is she hot? Because yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> and she's a <laughs> Berkeley. That's the problem we're having here. She's yeah. a Berkeley graduate, oh. majored in women's studies or I gender mean, studies. Like, there's a, on a scale of go. thing as a parent of like worried about when you have spent all this money, you spend to have kids, you spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. Send them at Berkeley for God's sakes. Yeah. I found out my daughter's off in Asia backpacking and begging for money. Oh my! But. It does actually, the th- another question I got here. What? How many years, the way we're going as a society, as America, yeah. with our great leader, how many years until this is, like, not even ironic? Like, you're just, like, like American. <laughs> like, that's the only way we can like travel. Asia, because yeah. we're, like... Like, we actually are the poorest people in the yeah. world? Yeah, like, we're workers in Asia, and I we're think working we're, for them. I mean, we're clear, We're now living in a post-nuked world. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Really sad about what happened I to Korea. These yeah. guys really sad. Oh, and, like, Boise. Yeah. And, I mean, that nuke can catch everywhere, so... Yeah, it's great here so in Boise. Get down here. Safe here in Boise. Yeah. <laughs> get down to shelters, people. We gotta start digging into our holes, and yeah. we gotta get some back some big packers on the pod here. Their side. Yeah. They sound like you know what? Guests. That's the thing. So I, I think. Yeah, but they're I dreadlocks. Think it's just too. <laughs> I, I, I'm totally on your side. I just want to play devil's advocate. I think it's a play little it. bit too, too easy to jump on that. Uh, like these disgusting rich kids. Uh, well, okay, fine. Disgusting poor kids. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know <laughs> what are they doing, but I don't know. Let's just say that they. Well, I mean, honestly, let's say. For the, let's say they weren't white, like would it change your perception of if it? If they were black, no. Let's say they were. Let's say they were a hundred percent the same opinion. If they okay, were no. Let's just American. say that they were. Let's say they were Asians. Are they from America? Right. I don't. Well, see we color. don't know. Like you mm-hmm. don't know. You see. You look at. Well, them. no. If they were. If Asians, they have a sign that says "Support my trip around the world," I don't give a shit. If yeah, but if they were local, it'd be kind of funny. I would like to like they're shooting for the top. They're like, I'm going around the world. If they were purple. I'd Kaplan's like half convincing me here. It's like were you in the Willy Wonka movie? Okay. Biggest <laughs> planet. Last, when you're in Asia and you see these guys, offer to help write their signs, and make them a little more sympathetic. Well, that's the thing. You so know? I mean, if it was, 
Yeah, I mean, and some of the some of the stories are like they did. They were robbed. They they were robbed by another tourist, and they literally have no money to. That was what the, the article was written by a guy who actually was a traveler. He had been robbed uh, in uh, like South America somewhere, and he literally didn't have money to get to the next. Place. Can I tell you where this all falls apart? Yeah. Yes. One, two, three. I'm pointing at myself as the third. All three of us have been English teachers. Yeah. If you are white, you can have no money, no home, (laughs) and get hired to teach English immediately. I know. Anywhere in Asia. But a lot of these guys, you know, a lot of them are, a lot of them, when I was listening, are Russian. They could get hired too. They well, probably could. All F Russians. Well, soon. Yeah. <laughs> this is lost oh, in America. You've lost, you've lost your Russian uh, uh, audience now. Not there lost. they go. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. won't say anything bad about Russia for the same reasons I won't say anything bad about North Korea. Oh, oh they could be our they future. Are, <laughs> they are our overlords. Our yeah. new yeah, overlords. <laughs> Last oh, story. This comes to us from our friends at Out.com. Yeah, I know you have a subscription. Oh, yeah. This I one. do. I knew it. A clothing company has drummed up controversy. For emblazoning the swastika on its merchandise. Mm. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Okay, there's more. The shirt features a rainbow colored swastika oh. with the words peace, zen, and love. KA Designs is the company. They claim that their intention behind using the symbol, common, commonly associated with the Nazi party, was to reclaim the symbol to represent the LGBTQ community. Weird. Did it used to? Yeah. Like, what do you no, mean, reclaim okay. it? Uh, yeah, reclaim. I thought it, when did it, what was it? Okay, well, 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 okay. Well, I mean, we do know if, if you turn the shirt inside out, it's the Buddhist symbol, yeah. right? So, right. yeah, but that, okay. they're not gay. <laughs> but when did it ever hey, represent hey, the hey, gay hey, community? Don't, no, don't you tell is, me come on. that a Buddhist person can't be gay. Who are you to tell me? <laughs> yeah, but this is like, come on, guys. Like, this is really, you know, it's just revisiting something that's never talked about, and that's how. Adolf Hitler was pro LGBT. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on. It's time yeah. for someone to step up and defend yeah. Adolf Hitler's LGBTQ. Brave. Even said the Q. Brave. <laughs> Listen, I'm all for the Buddhists wearing that skirt or the dress, or whatever they do, but I would never call them gay for I it. I mean, you know? look. <laughs> never. Um, no, I it mean, is the weird. Jews, like we, as a Jew, I would say we, if we're, you know, like the N word is like, you, if you're black, How? you can say it. Like, as yeah. a Jew, like, are we allowed to use a swastika? I, I don't like. I feel like I, anyone should be. You we're should be reclaiming it. Should be you. We can reclaim. Well, wait, but no, 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 but no, but <laughs> hold on. No, you it's, guys can. You guys can use the Star of David. I think you're allowed to use that. Well, right? that's our official. Wait, is, it, is that a real yes. thing? Yeah, that's yeah. Not that's racist. What are you? No, the Star of David. Allowed to use Star of David is correct. That's like the literal. The swastika wasn't like the swastika was ever like oh. Jew, like nobody. Like, that <laughs> right, wasn't... the Star David. They right, right, right. I see you're going. But it was also yeah, not. Right, oh, LGBTQ. No, no, no. Yeah, I was, no, right. I know. Especially the Q. Yeah, because that's you know, the that's Q. New. I think that you know when the, the ta- you know as a tattoo thing to reclaim it. If you want to show support for uh, in, get a swastika. For no, what? you want to put numbers on your wrist. That's the oh. next move. Yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. Uh, go real. <laughs> My whole thing ironic. is that if I also think that every one of these companies that wants to be like super socially aware, they need to hire like an. I feel like this is a millennial thing. They need to hire an older person who's like because millennials are really good at being offended like in one way yes but they don't seem to have any historical reference points <laughs> yeah. no. yeah. hire an older person yeah. who will be like whoa 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 we so, thought, okay, okay, okay. you think that's a good idea you know yeah. let, let's talk this through for a second before we a rainbow swastika <laughs> you know who we should pick on the irish <laughs> <laughs> they've had it too good because when i first saw this long. article yeah. i thought it was a joke because there was a, a few weeks ago in the chicago dyke march i don't know if you saw that there was a, <laughs> is it literally called that there, oh, they, there's a call thing yeah it's a chicago dyke march oh i thought it. it was about dams no right, no <laughs> but there was a controversy because there was a a group of Jewish uh, people who had a Star David, and then people didn't like that because it was Zionist. It was a whole. Pol- so I thought this was like oh a. J- I thought this was a joke on that. Oh. Like, let's go even further to like, 
Yeah. Oh, we have Nazis. We have rainbow swastikas, but no. This no, is it's a real, real. Idea. real idea. Welcome back to America, yeah, you guys. Yes. Great to be this here. is the land you love. Right. Love it. And yeah. have left. All right. In China, do they have they done anything funny with the with any symbols of hate or no? What have they reclaimed? <laughs> Asia in uh, they reclaimed Winnie the Pooh. I, I think about that, right? Well, let me uh, let me just say I think you first have to like admit that something could have possibly not been perfect in the past. Oh, we don't do that. Right? To then go backwards and like re-purpose it, but uh, so everything's perfect in the past, right? Exactly. Like, so for, what would for, it ever be? Uh, of course. Yeah. No, wait, did you heard that story about how that you can't like do a Google, you can't search on Chinese internet for the for the for Winnie the Pooh. I did. Yeah. Why is that? It's because there's a picture circulating of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger uh, that looks a whole lot like. Um, President of China, all of a sudden, Xi, uh, Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping, yeah. and Shout Obama. Out to so there's this picture where <laughs> Xi Jinping looks a lot like Winnie the Pooh, and Obama looks like Tigger in the picture. Okay. So they've been putting them side by side, like a meme, like a meme, exactly. And it, I don't think it's being used maliciously, but it pissed off China, mm. and then they're like, no. So just so they no. outlawed Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh basically became outlawed in China. Excessive. Yeah. If you want to get a rainbow colored Winnie the Pooh, which character was Tigger? <laughs> He was it's a tiger. The tiger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a good place name. to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Which Winnie one's the, the tiger? Really the tiger. It's really boring. My kids are not into it, so I don't know. I have no. Well, that's no. all. Thank you, Andrew Newman, Ryan Heineck. Thanks for being on the yeah, podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Real pleasure. Your time here. Yeah. Cap. What should we do? Let's get lost. Get lost. <laughs>
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.